is the Opening Market Podcast on the IOW Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Matt, yesterday a big day as we got the latest WASDE report for October. And now today, what are we seeing on the grains? Well, I mean, it looks to me like we're going to get, uh, you know, maybe a little more uh, follow through buying. Uh, you know, on the overnight market, we kind of gave up some of the gains, had huge gains yesterday, uh, more so for beans and corn. Uh, you know, but it looked like we were going to kind of maybe give some of those back. And uh, then you come in here, and uh, when we all woke up, we had a nice surprise that, uh, you know, a little bit of buying had come back in. So maybe a little more follow through buying. Matt, so when we think about that lead up to the WASDE report, we saw beans take that tumble in the days leading up to the report. Was that just a case of the market being just a little bit nervous because of how tight we already knew that the beans numbers were going to be this year and then just waiting for the report? And then once we got the report yesterday, it allowed a little bit of support for that price? Yeah, I think so. I think we were oversold. You know, I mean, uh, you had RSI down there, I believe around uh, 3031, uh, somewhere in there for you know, November. And I've got to think that, you know, you're oversold already. You come in here, you drop the yield, uh, and then you take basically a bearish September uh, ending stocks report that we had just a couple weeks ago, and you negate it with lower production here in the U.S. Now, at the same time, though, you've got to understand that the world numbers are actually not very or they're not bullish at all. And so, you know, yes, you dropped world numbers from 119 to 115, you know, and change on both. But, you know, at the same time, that would be the all time record stocks if those do come to pass. And so, you know, not only do you have big world stocks, but you've got Brazil talking uh, more production as far as things are concerned, uh, you know, and that they're going to come back on. Uh, corn production. So, you know, you've, you've got to ask yourself how bullish, you know, for instance, a world buyer of soybeans uh, might be above $13. And I guess my uh, thought is that uh, it might be tough to expect, you know, much of a rally above uh, 13 Of course, I'm talking the nearby November right now. But uh, bottom line for me is that this bean market uh, stabilized itself at least and stopped the bleeding for the time being because that path of least resistance sure looked like it was going to hold uh, as we were going into the report. Matt, was there anything in the report yesterday that surprised you or maybe a number that kind of caught your eye? Yeah, one one thing I think that, you know, we should all note is that the Eastern Corn Belt really has got awfully good crops. You know, Indiana, Ohio, uh, uh, looks like Indiana's bean crop at 61 would match Illinois at 61. And, you know, I know uh, there's awfully good ground in Indiana for sure. But, you know, uh, typically Illinois has kind of been the soybean place, you know, as far as big yields go. Now, I know parts of the state really have a, a tough weather pattern at times. But, yeah, you look over at Indiana and Ohio. Uh, no doubt that they've got strong yield. Matt, let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace and what's taking place with the livestock markets. Well, you know, cattle markets actually uh, had had a rough couple of weeks, but uh, just trying to etch out a bit of a, a short term or intermediate term low in here. You know, you look at, for instance, your front month, uh, you know, uh, 185 there with October, you know, but we had dipped down closer to that 180 level. And, uh, you know, it sure seemed to me that we were uh, going to struggle uh, maybe to rally back to, to what you would call like an all-time record high, which was the, the April month was trying desperately to get above $200 here, you know, for several sessions, just never could quite do it. You know, right now, April's trading around 195 I mean, the, the call is, uh, you know, uh, mixed, but, uh, you know, I don't know that you go up and make those highs until 
what I think you get, uh, you know, if you get a real shocking type of cattle on feed number that we're all kind of expecting, you know, I think uh, if you would get maybe something that's even more bullish than what the trade's expecting here over the next uh, few cattle on feed reports, maybe you can take us to that magical $200 level. I think the trade wants to go there. I just think that uh, most of us are sitting here scratching our head wondering how much upside might happen uh, after you get over 200 Matt, and what's taking place with the hogs? Any better there? Oh, I, you know, as far as hogs are concerned, I mean, uh, hogs have been just up, down, and all around. I mean, it's it's really been a roller coaster. And so, you know, we actually tried to stabilize here last week, kind of ran up and uh, tested some of our moving averages. And then, you know, yesterday actually went back uh, – you know, you, you trade it a little bit higher, but at the same time, uh, you know, you're you're below all moving averages. And so a really rough day a couple of days ago there on Wednesday. And so, you know, um, as far as hogs are concerned, exports were decent, uh, you know, stabilized the market somewhat. But boy, I tell you what, trying to figure out this hard hog market is a pretty tough thing to do right now. And Matt, as we know, those export numbers for hogs continue to be great. We just got an update on the numbers for August, and those numbers looked really good. And again, it is Mexico kind of leading the way with those imports of U.S. pork. And you just see the work that goes into promoting U.S. pork, and they just do such a good job of it. And it shows in those numbers. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And the hogs are very reliant on those exports. And so, you know, the work that they've done uh, certainly has been uh, fantastic. So got to hope that we continue to see really strong export numbers. If we do, I've got to think that you're still going to see, uh, you know, uh, decent prices. I don't know that you're going back to triple digits anytime soon, uh, you know, but I, I do think that you'll at least stay stable. I think hogs have definitely benefited from you know, the strength that we've seen in cattle. Uh, and so, uh, you know, if the if the economy can hold true and we don't fall out of bed, uh, I got to think cattle prices will stay fairly strong, which should keep hog prices from falling out of bed as well. And then, Matt, as we wrap up here today, I always like to ask you about what's taking place on your operation. I know last week at this time you were feeling really good about harvest. Was this another good week for you? Oh, absolutely. You know, so uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, we finished up earlier this week as far as the harvest was concerned. You know, we've been doing some field work all along, uh, and so now we're hard at it with field work. I know a lot of folks in Iowa have gotten rain over the last couple, three days. And, you know, we've just been very fortunate uh, in this part of central Illinois as far as our harvest uh, harvest weather was concerned. Matt Bennett of agmarket.net, our guest here today. Matt, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch and to personalize their marketing plan? Yeah, just agmarket.net. If they come there, they can uh, find me or any of the folks that I work with. We've got a really good team put together, and uh, you know, we put out a lot of good research. Uh, we've got technology to help them uh, be able to identify break-evens and profit margins and return on investment, things like that. And so, you know, if they just go to agmarket.net, they can find any of that stuff. There's a lot to keep track of. It seems like every single day, and agmarket.net does a great job of just that. Matt Bennett, thank you so much for the time. Have a great weekend. We will talk again next week. Yep, absolutely. You too. That was Matt Bennett with agmarket.net. It's time now for a check of the numbers. December corn up one and a half at four ninety-seven and a half. November soybeans up two and a half at twelve ninety-two and a half. December soybean meal up four dollars and ten cents at three ninety-seven even. December soybean oil up twenty-five cents at fifty-three sixty-two. Chicago wheat up seven and a quarter at six oh eight and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up eight and a quarter at seven thirty one and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat up seven and three quarters at six eighty two and three quarters. March oats down a half cent at four oh three even. 
On the Merck, December live cattle up 15 cents at 187.95. November feeder cattle down 2 cents at 253.55. December lean hogs down 17 cents at 69.95. December pork cutout up 40 cents at 80.02. And Class 3 milk up 9 cents at 17.39. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters.